and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I'm so glad you're joining me here today. Now, before we jump into talking about imposter syndrome, which I know may not be an exciting topic, but believe me, it's a necessary one. Before we do that, I will quickly introduce myself just in case we're new friends, and then we will jump right in. All right, here we go. So as I said, my name is Denise, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream-chasing horse business owners to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm so you can create a cohesive plan for your social media, your website, and your email marketing that will help you to turn your online audience into your customers. Now, I do that specifically through Take the Reins, my one-on-one coaching program, as well as through website design and website copywriting. And then, of course, here on the podcast. And I do each of these things because my heart is truly to help you as an equestrian entrepreneur to be out doing what you love to do most. And so I want to equip you in your marketing so that you can do that. And so especially here on the podcast, you can expect a mix of step-by-step strategies, essential how-tos, and entrepreneurial mindset shifts that will help you not only see what's possible for your horse business, but also to guide you through that process so you can make it happen. And now, as I said this week, specifically, we are talking about imposter syndrome. Now, I am sure that imposter syndrome is nothing new to you, but it's absolutely something that is being talked about more and more. At least I see it showing up regularly. It shows up pretty much in every area of our lives, but especially and mostly when we are living intentionally, when we're trying to grow, when we are pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone, imposter syndrome is guaranteed to show up. And if you are an equestrian entrepreneur with big dreams, then I know you are doing exactly that. You are pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis. Now, sometimes imposter syndrome may show up as, I don't know what I'm doing, or I'm not qualified, or self-talk such as, why do I think I can train this horse? Why do I think I can show at this level? What makes me think I can teach this many students or buy this property or charge this much money? At its heart, imposter syndrome is self-doubt. I saw a social media post the other day that was actually talking about if you're feeling self-doubt, then that means that you're headed on the right path. Because if you weren't pushing yourself to get better, to grow both personally and professionally, then you wouldn't be having those feelings of self-doubt right? When you think about it, somebody who is sitting on the couch doing nothing, they're not usually sitting there thinking, wow, I really, I'm not qualified to sit here and do this. Instead, it's the people that are out there getting things done, making things happen, pushing themselves that experience that self-doubt. Now, while I know, sure, that's encouraging that you're out there doing the thing, knowing that it's okay, knowing that it's normal or even expected, doesn't necessarily make it easier to experience that. And then the question is, if that's the case, can we ever really conquer imposter syndrome? It is likely to rear its ugly head along your journey of entrepreneurship. So instead of trying to conquer it and think it's never going to come back, 
In this episode, we're going to focus on some very practical things you can do to conquer it every time it shows up. So let's dive in and talk about the real impact that imposter syndrome is having on your equestrian business. And then I'm going to give you three practical ways that you can overcome it so you can build your horse business online with confidence. Let's dive in. What I want to talk about today, it is practical, but it's not the practical like, here's what I want you to go post. Instead, it's the practical of how you can overcome imposter syndrome, how you can beat it for good, because it is having a true impact on your equestrian business. It is keeping you from showing up the way you want to show up. And I want to give you some practical ways that you can overcome imposter syndrome so that you can use online marketing and have a strategy in place that's going to help you to build your dream equestrian business. So let's talk about what it's keeping you from, what, what it actually looks like, what is imposter syndrome? What does that look like? And then we'll break into the practical ways that we can overcome it. Okay. Because before we get to that, I want to really define it and talk about what does that look like in your business? And how do you know if imposter syndrome is really what's keeping you stuck, right? Because I know for many of you, it's actually keeping you from building a successful equestrian business, specifically in regards to how you show up on social media, how and if you have an email strategy in place, email marketing strategy in place, and your website and how all of that works together. And for many of you, imposter syndrome is what's keeping you from taking that next step to really up-level your business and help you get to where you wanna go. Now, what is imposter syndrome? Natively, we know, like I know many people talk about it in the photography world. Many people will talk about it in the entrepreneurial world, but what does it actually mean? I won't give you the full definition, but the one key word I wanna pull out from the definition is self-doubt. When I Googled like, what's the actual definition of imposter syndrome? Self-doubt is the key word that really stood out to me. I'll give you a couple of specific examples that I have experienced with my coaching clients that I have helped to walk them through and overcome some of these challenges because yes, I'm coaching them on their marketing, but what happens is I'm challenging them and how are you really identifying your promise? What are you putting a claim and a stake in the ground to that you're helping people with? And then that's oftentimes when they get like a little, I don't know if I can say I do that. I don't know if I can call myself that, right? So I have one particular client. She is a very successful professional photographer. And actually, she shared that in the beginning, she had a hard time calling herself a photographer. And I've heard that from others as well, right? You have a skill set, you're doing well at it, but you have a hard time actually calling yourself a professional photographer. Well, now she is successful. Other people have acknowledged that. She has no problem saying she's a photographer and now she's mentoring others. And so she's an educator. And so now that next struggle and that hurdle to get her past is to be comfortable saying, you know what? I am an educator. I'm mentoring other people and how to do what I have done. I do have something of value to share. But that block of thinking I'm an educator, that feeling of imposter syndrome, if she doesn't get past that, then she's not going to be able to build out the mentoring arm of her business. Now, another coaching client that I've had and been working with, uh, she is an online educator and has no real problem saying that, but really what she had a problem 
with is telling her story and really being honest about how she's gotten to where she is and saying like she's won these buckles and how she's won them and what the difference was for her because that's what sets her apart. Well, we worked together to work through some of those challenges and I definitely encouraged her and challenged her and reminded her of the why. And that's something I talk a lot about here on social, on my podcast. It's so important to know your why when you have these blocks because you can go back to that to push you forward, right? So now she is actually doing a series in her emails sharing her personal story. So it's been so fun to see the impact of that and how it's creating a, a new connection point. But if she hadn't broken past and started to work on overcoming that imposter syndrome, then she wouldn't be doing that. She'd be missing out on that. And for many of you, that's where you are. You're still in that place where that self-doubt, that feeling of I'm not good enough, I don't know enough, right? All of those things, they're really keeping you from showing up online. They're keeping you from doing live instructional videos, taking people behind the scenes in your business. They're keeping you from collecting email addresses and building an email list that you can sell to because then you're going to have to sell, right? And that's scary to you because you feel like, why would somebody buy what I have? I, I have a lot of doubt around selling. I have a lot of doubt around price, right? What I should be charging. I don't feel like I'm worth that, which is a whole other topic that we'll talk about in regards to pricing. Maybe it's what's keeping you from actually creating a real, actual, like real R-E-A-L, page or profile on social media. You're hanging out on your personal feed because you're scared to create that actual business page that says, hey, I have a business. I'm doing something here that's beyond just me. It's keeping you from starting the YouTube channel, the TikTok profile, from telling people that you have openings, from doing clinics, even though there's demand. There are so many things in your equestrian business that imposter syndrome can be holding you back from. And I want to help you get past that and start that process. It is definitely not a one and done, but it is a process. And there are some practical things that you can do to move past that. And so that's what we're going to talk about. Now, again, when it comes to your business, I want to talk about first, let's identify some of these thoughts that are coming into your mind that reek of imposter syndrome. You've maybe not used those words when you've talked to your friends about it, or when you've talked to uh, your marketing person or Facebook groups, you may not be saying like, Hey, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with imposter syndrome, but you may be experiencing this process and some of these thoughts. Okay. So let's identify these thoughts that are giving you self-doubt and let's look at ways that we can instead transform that so that you can have confidence to show up the way you want to in your equestrian business, all right? So here's what it looks like. One step, one, you have a great idea, right? You have a service, you have a product, you're doing a great job, and you have an idea for something you wanna do. You have an idea for how you wanna market it. You want to start that page. You wanna start doing weekly live videos. You wanna start a podcast. You wanna start a membership, right? Whatever that may be. You have an idea, but that first thought that comes to mind is, it won't work because I'm not blank, right? It's not the technology unless 
but actually that is one I hear. We'll talk about that, but it's not like it won't work because it's not possible. Like there aren't things that'll help you get there technologically and system wise, but it's really that internal self-doubt that's keeping you from taking that action. Maybe in your mind, you're saying that won't work. I'm not a real trainer. That won't work. I'm not a real course professional. That won't work. I'm not a real photographer. That won't work. I'm not good at speaking. I'm not good at teaching. I'm not good at technology. I'm not blank. Fill in your favorite, you know, celebrity in your realm, right? So I'm not Fallon Taylor. I'm not Matt Harnicky. I'm not Amelia Newcomb. I'm not um, Corey Cushing. Whatever the case may be, whatever industry or discipline or area you are in, right? You're saying, I'm not so-and-so. What do I have to teach? That self-doubt is sinking in. And what I want you to remember is that you're right. You aren't that person, right? You may not be the celebrity with hundreds of thousands of followers, and that is actually okay. And that does not mean that you cannot create a successful business and that you can't use online marketing strategies to do that, okay? Because you truly can and probably already are making a difference with the people in your circle of influence already and the people that are going to come into your circle of influence via online, right? Through social media, through email marketing, through your website, you can help those people. You don't need to worry about trying to be like somebody else. I want you really to think about the people that you are already helping that you have helped and the ones that you're going to continue to help and the horses you're going to continue to help as you push through imposter syndrome and show up online. Okay. Now let's get to the practical. All right. So we've talked about what is imposter syndrome? What does it really look like? How is it impacting your business and holding you back? Now let's talk about how you can beat it. Now here's the reality. I know that there are entire books on comparison and imposter syndrome and and not feeling good enough, right? I'm not trying to give you an entire strategy and, you know, like studies, all those things. I love to give you just the actionable, practical information you can take and apply today. So I have three things that I want you to consider if you are struggling and when you struggle with imposter syndrome, okay? Because here's another thing I'll tell you. You are probably not going to always conquer this for good because as an equestrian business owner, you're going to continue to stretch yourself, right? We've talked about being uncomfortable on purpose. And as you do that, imposter syndrome will very likely rear its ugly head. And so these practical strategies are going to be tools you can have in your back pocket for when that happens. So you are ready and it does not keep you from pressing forward. All right. Okay. So three things. Number one. I want you to think about being confident in your own story, okay? We talked about for just a moment that you are not whatever XYZ celebrity is in your discipline or your realm of influence in the equestrian industry. And that is okay and it's a good thing because you got to where you are in a very unique way and it's going to serve a very unique purpose in your business and for your clients and customers and online followers. And I want you to embrace that, okay? You've learned lessons along the way. You have done the work yourself, right? You got the certification. You've trained the horses. You've taught the students. Whatever the case may be, you've taken the hundreds or thousands of photos to get here. Do not discount your personal story. 
Instead, I want you to become confident in that and to remember that as you share your personal story with people online and in your marketing, what you're going to do is actually build connection. Rather than being afraid of what people think of you, look at it as an opportunity to build that connection with the people online. Help them to feel like they really know you. Help them to know they can trust you and that you know exactly what you're talking about. Which leads me to point number two. All right, so the first thing that you can do is to be confident in your story. The second thing that I want you to do is to embrace your skills and your experience. Now, honestly, yes, this comes with a lot of work, but let me give you something very practical. And it is to say out loud what it is you are thinking and then combat it. Okay, so for example, if you're saying, look, I don't feel like I'm good enough to show up on YouTube. I don't have 5,000 followers, so why would I even start doing a Instagram Live or a Facebook Live, right? Instead, I want you to turn that around and say the positive. Say what's the truth, the reality, right? I am a photographer. I have photographed XYZ, right? I am an educator. I am a trainer. I have helped people. I am a coach. I am an instructor. I want you to actually out loud embrace what skills and experience you have. You can throw into that all the things that you want, right? That are going to help to remind you, you are qualified to be here, right? Because that's what often happens with imposter syndrome. It makes you think you're not qualified when the reality is you are. You just need to remind yourself of that. So write it down if you have to, but have some statements at the ready, because as soon as you get ready to push that button that says go live, those thoughts are going to come to mind. And I want you to be prepared to embrace your skills and your experience and your story, okay? The third thing is that I want you to believe that you have something to give to others. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of serving in combination with selling, right? Not always selling. And part of that serving and serving other people and serving the equestrian industry is giving to others. And I know that you have something to give because you're already creating a business. You already have people that are booking your services that are contacting you to find out more, right? You already have people that are doing word of mouth referrals. So you do have something to give to others. You have something that is helping horses that is helping other people. So when imposter syndrome starts to set in, I want you to stop and remember. And I have a very practical way that I'm going to share with you for how to do this. And I learned this from another entrepreneur. I borrowed it and I want to share it with you. It's called your sunshine folder, okay? And literally, it is a place where you store the testimonies, the text messages, the emails, the screenshots, the comments, right? You take a a screenshot of the comment when it says, thank you for all you've done, and you store it in a folder. It can be a folder in your email, and it can be a folder on your phone that you take screenshots of, and then you can share that to an album. But find a place and a way that you create a sunshine folder, So that when you have those moments of doubt, and when you start to think, do I really know what I'm doing? Am I really helping anybody here? Then you can go to your sunshine folder, and you can get a little peek and a reminder. Look, look at this person that I helped. Look at how I helped. Like for me, I'm, I have a folder, and I'll share with you some of the things that are in there um, to get super practical for you, because we all have those moments where we need to be reminded Yes, what I'm doing is making a difference. I know that oftentimes when you show up on social media, 
then you really start to get that self-doubt. If you're not getting the comments, the views, the shares that you are hoping for, then you start to think, is this really making a difference? And when you get those comments that say, thank you, you get those emails that say, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for the education. Thank you for the help. My horse and I are doing so much better because of what you are doing. Then that is another reminder to you when you're feeling that self-doubt that you are making a difference. And that's another way you can smash down that imposter syndrome. So I told you I would share a couple that are in my sunshine folder. So one of my clients, another, a different photographer that I have worked with and I did her website, her name's Phyllis. And she just sent me an email to let me know, hey, when we launched her website, she had had a call with some of her colleagues, fellow professional photographers, and she wanted to let me know that they both said it looked great and then I had done a great job at the site. And I so appreciated that. That was not an official feedback form. That was just her note to me. And so that went in my sunshine folder. And then I also got a random note from somebody that I had coached and she had done some clarity coaching calls. And in her business, we had set some goals, made some action steps for how she was going to meet that. And she sent me a note to tell me, thanks so much for the encouragement. Thanks for the resources. My goal was to get five loyal clients and I'm already at four and it's only in, it's only July. She sent me just that a couple of months ago. So again, straight to the sunshine folder that went for those days that I personally may be feeling that because the reality is we all struggle with that. So those days that I'm feeling it, I go to my sunshine folder. So I want to encourage you have a way that you are collecting those and being reminded of the difference that you're making in your business so that when you start to think, is anybody really going to join my membership? Why would people follow me? Why would people subscribe to my YouTube channel? Do I really have anything to offer? Then you can be reminded that you do. All right. Okay. Those are three things I'm going to recap for you because I know sometimes I can go fast. So number one, I want you to be confident in your story. Number two, I want you to embrace your skills and your experience. And number three, I want you to believe and remember that you have something to give to others. It is a value and it is needed. All right, friends, my hope for you on this episode is that you feel known, that you know that you are not alone as a question entrepreneur. You're not the only one experienced the self-doubt and that if imposter syndrome is keeping you from showing up on social media, from getting your website in order, or from getting strategic with your email marketing strategy, then I want you to have what you need to take action. Because the best way to get past imposter syndrome is to keep doing the work and taking that action. Now, of course, sometimes you do need another level of accountability to do that. And that's where coaching can come in. So if that is something you're interested in, you have heard me talk about Take the Reins before. And every quarter I am booking new one-on-one clients. So I would love to visit with you if you think that may be a fit. So you can head over to the today's show notes, which is stormlily.com slash 125 for 125. You will get the highlights from today's episode and also the link for Take the Reins there. You can find out more and see if that's a good fit for you. But either way, I know that what you learned in this particular episode is going to help you as you continue to chase those dreams, do the things that are uncomfortable because you know there is wonderful business on the other side for you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If this episode was helpful to you, 
Would you share it with a friend? And would you leave a review on Apple Podcast if that is where you're listening or wherever you listen? If you would leave a review, that really does let other horse business owners know that this podcast is the place for them as well. All right, I appreciate you joining me here and I hope you'll stay tuned. I've got more new episodes coming up in the next few weeks. Have an amazing day. Bye.